Hello, welcome to Free Will Science and Religion. I'm Chandler Klebs, and I'm here with Michael Walsh, Trick Slattery, and George Ortega. And this episode, um, we can more clearly define what science is, what religion is, and what philosophy is. Where are these things connected, or what are the differences between these things, and where the free will debate most closely fits into these things? Is it a scientific question, philosophical question, or a religious question? So um, perhaps each of the other co-hosts on here can can state what where they think it more falls onto, and I can say what I think too. How should we do this, guys? All right, I, I guess I, I can start. Um... Basically, you know, it, it essentially falls into all three, but I think maybe um, um, another question is what does it most fall into or where is the answer to the question best found? And, and I think, you know, that that's clearly ha it has to be science. Uh, for example, one, one very powerful way of understanding um, that we don't have a free will you know, is that we have an unconscious, you know, where all our memories, processes, you know, um, decision-making process, you know, a lot of stuff resides in the unconscious. And so, like, you know, philosophy, neither philosophy nor religion have the, um, the kind of tools or the, 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 the methods of understanding, you know, the, the unconscious. I mean, they, they may speculate on it, but, you know, science is the only discipline that actually can investigate it in great detail. And, and of course, you know, I guess the, the fundamental refutation of free will has to do with causality. And while, you know, it can certainly be argued in terms of logic, I think, you know, science in terms of empiricism, you know, like our basic understanding of the world, again, um, provides the, the best, most comprehensive evidence for, for the causality that refutes free will. Now, I think, um, on my, my, my opinion is that both are needed equally. I, need, I think science and philosophy are equally important to this topic. I don't think, I don't think science alone can get to um, an understanding about what, free, what, what we consider free will to be, um, why we don't have it exactly. Uh, I, I think science can give us ideas about certain structures in the world that take place and why those structures don't really give us free will. But I think ultimately we have to have a logical conclusion that free will doesn't exist based on uh, certain concepts of causality and a causality or, or whatever. Um, so I think, I think both of them are needed equally. And when it comes to religion, I think, uh, I think if we're talking about religion, we certainly can put free will in the context of religion, or especially, uh, for example, an all-knowing God uh, would be incompatible with free will. So that's that, but that, that's another philosophical um, discussion that we had. It's, it's just philosophically, religiously inclined. So it's, it's both philosophical and religious. Uh, but yeah, I think I think all, I think George is absolutely right. Uh, basically, all three of them are important. He's saying science is more important. Um, I'm not so sure about that. I think I think logic itself is is more philosophical. Um, well, like when we're talking about deduction uh, for talking about causality and things like that, I don't think that's necessarily considered scientific, but rather 
analytic logic, analytic logic or analytic right. philosophy. So, I mean, I, I, yeah, Trick, I just want to make the point that, you know, I, I would, you know, logic, I think, applies to religion, philosophy and science. I mean, it, it really is the, the foundation to, uh, to any kind of system of, of, of knowledge. You know, things have to, right. quote unquote, make sense. So like, so yeah. like, while, while philosophy, you know, relies exclusively on logic, you know, logic is, is obviously indispensable to science also. Right. I think science is, is it, it, it's obviously a logical, uh, it's, it's part of logic. Science is a part of logic, and so is uh, deduction, induction, all these other things. But science is a, a very specific methodology that looks to assess um, uh, empirical things that we can we can discover empirically basically so that's what that's what science is all about and i think i think when you were talking about free will we're talking a little bit about metaphysical constructs there we're talking about uh just purely logical understandings hey guys i just wanted to let you know that i added david jost to the call because he sent me a message asking if we were on a call great how's it going david hi guys yeah, we're we're in an episode and we're discussing um, the free will debate and where it falls into science, philosophy, or religion. And and so far, we seem to have arrived at the idea that it's free. It's free will is related to all of these things, um, but that logic is required to come to any conclusion at all. I think. Yeah. To put this in, in another term, another way to to say it, I think. Um, if we're looking at just the science, for example, then then we're talking about what what Alfred Mealy and, and and those people talk about, which is the neuroscientific uh, findings of Labette and and things like that that say that um, people when it's a timing issue with with when they think that they're making the decision uh, the the actual decision can be predicted beforehand. So, so I think the neuroscientific uh, findings is one thing, but I think the logical uh, understanding that of causality and a causality isn't necessarily scientific. It's more philosophical, in my opinion. And, and that is actually, I think, is the stronger case. It's, it's actually way stronger than the neuroscientific one, which um, eventually I think will be probably stronger uh, when, when we find out that you know, we can just determine every event through uh, the brain structure, but that's a different situation. Yeah, um, I think the main problem is that if people um, confuse free will for a scientific question, then they'll just keep doing experiments and getting more more data and, and saying, well, this proves we have free will or this proves we don't have free will. And they'll just, and what the problem with the, the scientific approach alone is that nobody gets down to defining what free will is and they each have their different conceptions. So you, what you'll have is you'll have compatibilists, uh, um, free will believers who are proving so with some scientific method their type of free will which is not the type of free will that it's been about all this time so i think that no, no matter how we approach it, it always has to come down to definitions and we find that there's no way to 
make the free will that most people believe in coherent. And I think that's what it's about. And so um, it's not that more evidence is required, but that this is something that's so logical. Yeah. And, and also keep in mind that we're just talking about if free will exists or not. Once we know it doesn't exist, like once we concluded that for um, using logic or using science, then we have other topics of what it means that we don't have free will. And that those are, I think, are purely philosophical. I think, I think you, don't, you don't really conclude those scientifically because we're not really, um, not really showing an objective thing in the world, but we're showing what it means for humans to have that, that, you know, to have consciousness, but not freely choose uh, decisions. And that's a philosophical topic, I think. Um, wait a minute. I'm, I'm not sure what you're saying, Shirk. You, are you saying that the implications of our not having free will are philosophical rather than scientific or? Yeah. Right, I, no, no, I, I, I was in the category of, of ethics, for example. I, I would strongly uh, disagree because, um, for example, in terms of like, we want to like, um, we want to like, uh, put a value judgment on on whether it's, for example, better to believe in free will or better to um, to disbelieve it, or at least more beneficial to individuals, to the world, and all. And while philosophy can speculate, you have psychology and sociology and the sciences can that actually put those speculations to the test. You know, we can like conduct you know wide ranging surveys. We can like conduct in lab experiments where we determine in much more detail the, the benefits and the detriments of each. And again, philosophy can address that, but much, much more generally without as much evidence. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying there. That that makes sense. Uh, the studies and things like that, that, that can happen afterward. Um, I, I, well, I guess, I guess studies based on what people believe, which is, which is something, I guess, a little different. Uh, so it's, it's a study based on uh, if people believe, don't believe in free will, uh, how do they behave and things like that. Um, what I'm saying is if we know we don't have free will, certain logical things follow from that, and that's a philo those are philosophical things. For, so, for example, the notion of deserve or the notion of blame, um, we have to look at, well, what does it mean? What do those words mean in the context of not having free will? And, and I, I think that is purely philosophical. It's not. It's not really something that we could uh, conclude scientifically. Though, though, what what we can show scientifically is what people do. I guess, or, or you know, the, those studies that you're talking about. Those, we can we can say, oh, look at the benefits of of people that don't believe in free will. Uh, so yeah, I'm I just, agree with I'm, just that. I'm just afraid to to give too much weight to philosophy because right now what's happening is that philosophers like Dennett are saying, well, you know, this is a philosophical or um, Baumeister also is actually a scientist, whatever, but like they're saying that you know this free will issue is a philosophical question and science really doesn't have anything to do with it. You know, it's not its domain. Where scientists, especially neuroscientists, are saying, you know. The philosophy now is inconsequential. This is a scientific um, matter. And so, like, you know, this this idea of kind of like determining what blame is and, and you know, all that, I think it really more properly fun, uh, falls under the, um, the discipline of logic 
you know, logic right. that again is, uh, you know, holds equally strongly with philosophy and science. So, you know, so right. like, so from, from that sense, so rather like, you know, so logic, you know, logic, I think much more so than philosophy would be the, and I, so yeah, what I'm saying is like, I don't want to like, um, have people, um, conclude that this is really a quote unquote philosophical question because it, it just invites too much in philosophy. There's too much, um, um, kind of like unsubstantiated speculation. Yeah. Yeah, and, and well, I kind of make like the thing, uh, If you can hold on, hold on. If you can, if you can refute free will purely a priori, then how can you deny the philosophical aspect to the debate? Well, I'm not denying it, Michael. But I'm saying is like underlying philosophy is logic. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, you know, it's basically an illogical um, yeah. conclusion that we make, not quote yeah. unquote philosophical. This is, this is why I make the distinction between analytic philosophy and, and other types of philosophy, because the, the, it really is an epi, uh, epistemological difference between just philosophy in general, which, which, which basically religion falls under. You know, all these different things just fall under philosophy in general. And then there's analytic philosophy, which, which basically uh, logic is the key to it. So, so I, I don't know. I, I, and as I say, I think science itself is a naturalistic philosophy. So, so we have, it's I guess this is how we use terms. And yet, and I agree with you that people, when they hear the word philosophy, a lot of times they cringe because of these other, I guess, bad philosophies or, or bad ways of going about philosophy that takes place. Where science doesn't have that problem. There's specifically uh, a specific methodology where there's peer review and validation and all this stuff so it's a difference right because we could also bring in religion for example religion can be structured i think there's some religions that are structured structured on reason um right. you know whereas right. but you know the the problem with the religion is that the vast majority are structured on prophecy on just the idea that like something is true because some guy a long time ago said it's true wait so, wait george what what religions are structured on reason uh, some of the humanist religions, I mean, like, it's sometimes the, the distinction between what religion, what, uh, the, between a religion and a philosophical or ethical system is kind of like blurred. But for example, um, ethical culture, basically humanism, they're basically attempting to arrive at uh, an understanding of reality, most specifically related to morality but but they don't rely on on um, traditional scriptures and all. They basically like use either logic or evidence or science to ar arrive at their conclusions. Right, but I would consider that really a philosophy and not so much a religion. That's yeah, that's semantic. It's for example, like a lot of people would consider Buddhism a philosophy um, rather than religion. I you know I um it really de depends on how we're defining religion. Yeah. Yeah, like, like like I said, religion can be. I mean, religion is a part of philosophy, whether we like it or not. It's there's, it's not that it's it's uh, good philosophy necessarily, especially for specific religions. But but uh, it is part of philosophy. It's it's part of our philosophical history. Is is religion itself? So so these words, when when they're trying to when we're trying to separate them, they're they're not really that separatable. Um, when we say when we say something is logical, that's a different separation there. So uh, we're saying that 
free will is illogical, basically. Um, so we're using a certain type of analytic philosophy or uh, that that's most most more aligned with the science and things like that. So. Yeah, well, you know, guys, this is interesting because people like to throw words around like religion, philosophy, and science, and it does seem blurred often. And could the reason it seemed blurred is because these are all interconnected in such a way? Because I, I, I'm curious to know more about what Trick said about science being a naturalistic philosophy. Could you explain that? Yeah, well, science came about through philosophical means, basically. So, so. Um, we, we first had, we had like induction and deduction. Okay. Uh, those, those are like the ma main staples of, of logical philosophical reasoning. Uh, uh, and then the, uh, basically the whole thing of induction and deduction and, and the problems with the induction and, and then falsification. And, and there's all these different structures of logic that led up to the scientific method. But it was all basically philosoph philosophers debating with each other <laughs> that led to the standard of that we have today of uh, the scientific method, and and that, that standard actually is changing. You know, even today, you know, we we make improvements on it, but um, it's still a philosophical structure. It, it's based on um, debates that took place uh, by philosophers and scientists that uh, of what's the you know what are the most reliable uh, epistemological methods you know epistemology is the study of uh, knowledge so how, how we obtain knowledge uh, what we can learn what, what we can know basically so um, when we're talking about any epistemology we're talking about philosophy and science is an epistemological standard. It's a standard of knowledge for okay, about, Trick, about the I, world. Trick, I want to try to discredit philosophy as much as possible in favor of science. And so I have a question for you. Within philosophy, traditional philosophy, are there um, disciplines, um, schools that would hold, for example, that, um, <laughs> that logic isn't the, the only means of arriving a truth that intuition you know that there the logic is just one of many kinds of vehicles or several kinds of vehicles that within philosophy can be presented as valid of evidence of a truth well i'd say that that analytic philosophy does that i think uh, analytic philosophy for the most part um has its base on logic right the, right. the so, epistemological so standard so like Right. So, so if, if, if just one, you know, discipline within philosophy, analytical philosophy would hold to that, then you have many other schools within, within philosophy that wouldn't. And I think it's for that reason that, you know, rather than saying that, like, you know, science evolved from philosophy, I think, you know, it serves our purposes better to say that it evolved from logic, you know, just like math evolved from logic. Because, you know, if we attributed science... Um, to philosophy, then we kind of like give philosophy a, a greater um, position. Whereas, you know, it's unfortunate though, but like, you know, many schools in philosophy aren't logical and aren't, you know, based on, on the founding um, principles that, that created our science. Right, right. But, but 
we have to understand that even logic itself is, I mean, that logic is a philosophical thing. It, it, it's something that came about through like the means of Plato, Aristotle, you know, it, it built its way up to what we have today. Logic and science aren't, yeah, but, logic no, no, but, is, I, I would, but Trick, I would, I would argue that philosophy evolved from logic and not vice versa. In other words, like before there was, there were any quote unquote philosophers, People, you know, humans, pre-human beings were acting logically or rationally. No, I would challenge well, logic, that. I don't think so. Yeah, logic. Basically, I mean, philosophy, it, all, I think analytic philosophy came later, as people were trying to start thinking rationally about things and categorize things and you know put things up in in organ, organized concepts and stuff like that. So uh, you, I have to, you have that, to understand. You have to understand the the basic. Um, the foundation of logic, for example, it's logical that if you want to get from point A to point B and you have an option between walking and running, that running is, is, is a, a better way. And then this, this, this logical truth could not have escaped. It doesn't even escape um, animals like dogs and, and you know, um, non-human animals. But that's so, not really like formal logic. Oh, no, know. no. But no, wait a minute. Because like formal logic is basically just you know, a more complex uh, development of the, the fundamental logical principles. So again, like yeah. you have. But even, even then, when you're talking about like, when you're talking about logic, you're talking about something that came about through philosophical thinking. So basically we, we've, we've, we understood, um, we, we talk about tautologies, for example, we have a whole structure of, of tautologies that logic is based on, but how those tautologies are, were assessed and things like that, were, that was part of philosophical thinking. It wasn't, it wasn't vice versa. Logic isn't something, logic is a methodology. It's not something that just exists. Um, what, what exists is, is those tautological, uh, tautological states of, of identity, law of identity, law of, law of non-contradiction. All of these things were debated within philosophy no, they, I know. they were debated my, between my, people but guys i know but my point is like the people were like behaving you know not always but but certainly to a great extent logically before there was any philosophy you know in other words like logic it was like philosophy was founded on logic you know uh, philosophers used logic to establish the philosophical principles that they then they further developed you know, through analytical philosophy and various logical constructs. But the foundation of logic preceded philosophy by millennia. They, they were acting more consistently, but, but I, don't, I don't think they actually thought about it in logical terms necessarily. Well, they didn't yeah. label it. They didn't label it. For example, logic again, like just to that, that example, it's more logical if you want to get from point A to B to run than to walk. And that's what this is what logic is about. It's logic is about like reasoning. It's about like, you know, applying rational experience and principles to our interaction with with reality. Yeah, but I think we're talking here about formal logic and formal logic came out of philosophy. No, no. So no, philosophy no. preceded formal logic. No, no, Michael, because like if we're limiting it to formal logical, then it, it has the propositions. It's very, it's kind of like math, mathematics. It has, has very, you know, specific structured language, nomenclature. But no, logic I, is much more expansive than, than quote unquote formal. I think, I th yeah, I think you're using logic in, in kind of more of a colloquial sense than. No, than no, not how colloquial, it's... general. 
the you know, in other words, for example, uh, like more universal. Would you say, sense. George, that would you say, George, that uh, um, being lost, if you're lost in a city and you get a map and you use the map to find your way to point A to point B, using the empirical evidence of street signs and the map, would you say that's science? Well, it, it's also logic. But you're saying that that would be science and logic. Sure, I mean, like science. Because like I mean, anything that, that's, that's a very that would be a very broad, broad definition of science, and I think you're doing the same exact thing with logic. Well, I mean, like science. When we define science, you know, for example, if if we want to know something and there's a tool available, you know, science science is like the the difference between science and what existed before is a matter of belief. In other words, before science then people simply believed things, perhaps because of intuition, perhaps perhaps because someone said that something was true. So science said, no, no, you can't simply just like rely on these kind of like anecdotal kinds of like, you know, methodologies. You have to have something that's more fundamental. But again, like, you know, with science, it, it, it based the, the, the structure of, of its um, methodology on this general logic that, that Again, that um, isn't even limited to human beings. It, it's something that um, we'll find throughout the entire animal kingdom. Well, science so presupposes saying... logic. Exactly. Yeah. So logic would be more fundamental, though, than science. Exactly. Completely. That's what I'm saying. Logic is the, the oh, way no. we ascertain truth. Yeah, yeah, no, lo logic is definitely more fundamental than science because science didn't, I mean, science derived through the mechanism of logic. I mean, it, it, it was, it, historically, it was a process of logic that, that was debated and, and discussed and changed over time until we have our methods of science today. Um, right. But, but, yeah, whether, whether or not logic itself was, you know, was preceded um, the Before idea philosophy. of... Well, yeah, because when we well, when we George's when most when most well, when most philosophers Trick, how, talk how, about how are you defining logic? Well, that's the thing. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Is is I think we're we're using different semantics here because I think when most philosophers use uh, logic, they're they're talking about the methodologies of logic. So they're talking about uh, if we want to just talk about the basics, of the law of non-contradiction, the you know excluded middle, things like that. Um, that that were derived through philosophical thinking, <laughs> but, right, uh, but but I would say that the philosophers would be trying to co-opt logic. You know, in other words, like philosophers are, are claiming that this free will issue is not scientific. They they want to like say no, only philosophy has the, the 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 methods and means and principles and methodologies to to address it. Where it's just like. No, the the logic that philosophy uses to arrive at their, um, you know, conclusions, um, completely distinct from the logical constructs that they've created in terms of like you know the different kinds of logics and all. You know that yeah. basic logic is 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 universal. Well, I guess the point is philosophy doesn't have to be logical necessarily. Uh, I know that's the general. problem. And, that, and that's the problem, right? That's what yeah. I'm agreeing with you on. Uh, so, so that's why. But, but analytic philosophy or certain types of philosophy, or science, like I said, I think science is a it's a naturalistic philosophy. It, 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 it's it's a, a philosophy about how we know things in the world. How 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 we 
you know, our best epistemological standard for knowing things, um, objective, uh, physical things in the world. Uh, it, does, it doesn't answer questions that are less physical. For example, it doesn't answer necessarily what is the most ethical action to take, for example. Um, so, so I don't think science really, sci science can have a, play a part in our understandings of, the, of what's the most um, ethical thing, but ultimately we need to work actually, in well, the field Trick, of no, logic. Actually, uh, for example, uh, a philosopher would, let's say, um, rely on um, consequentialism or, or some kind of like, you right. know, philosophical strain to try to determine the ethics. But like when you when you kind of like define what's right, for example, is what creates greater pleasure and and or happiness for the greatest number, you know, kind of like a somewhat util utilitarian definition then science is far more capable of assessing that because it has the tools, it has the, the surveys, the laboratory exper experiments, whereas philosophy can only yeah. conjecture. Yeah, one, once you have the, the ethical structure that you're working with, the utilitarian structure, uh, one, basically once you've, you've had your, your meta-ethical and normal t normative positions, then science has a say over, you know, what's what uh, what facts in the world about you know the the facts that lead to our decisions basically <laughs> so so yes science has a play in in our understanding of those facts of what things cause harm for example or uh, um, how we balance between two yeah, different again, things. Again, I, I want to strongly as possible emphasize science because, like for example, philosophy and the other disciplines we have in, in academia all have to kind of like arrive at understandings or definitions of, of the fundamental concepts that are being explored. But science isn't exempt from that. Science also does. And I think the, the criteria that science use, use, excuse me, science uses for that process is probably much more rig rigorous than you'll find in, in, in the other disciplines. Oh, I agree with you there, but, but I, I think, uh, you can't you can't exclude it like like you can't i, I don't think science alone is going to get to where where you want <laughs> in other words i think i think you need both um but i think science is extremely extremely important in those regards that you're talking about yeah because how do you arrive at consequentialism in the first place i mean you have to get there through philosophy science is not going to get you there well right. what, what i'm saying is like what, what gets you there is actually logic right which is and philosophy no, right. no. That what I'm, Michael, what we're saying is like logic is fundamental to both philosophy and science. So in other logic words, logic wouldn't technically have to... is a branch of philosophy. Well, I mean, right. they've, they've attempted to co-opt it. I think I, I would disagree with that. I think logic, you know, if we if we were to define what logic is, I think we'd would agree that logic again preceded the development, the beginning of philosophy. Yes, yeah, so, so, so necessarily. That, uh... Yeah, I think we're working with different. Because I mean, different, uh, ancient uh, man uh, was know, once had all kinds of thoughts in its head, and, and a lot of them weren't logical. Say that again. Ancient ancient people, you know, tens of thousands of years ago, were entertaining all kinds of thoughts in their head, and a lot of it wasn't really logical at all. I mean, no, that's, I that's, understand that's that. The basis of philosophy. No, but you understand. And then you he started to say, "Well, look, certain things make sense, and certain things don't make sense," and then you have the beginning of logic. 
No, Michael, right. I understand that in the past, for example, you had religion that didn't rely on logic. But again, you know, fundamental to not just human experience, I think to, to animal experience as well. You know, there's a logic that, that's like, it's kind of like built into the, to the neurochemistry of our brain. You know, our brain has like logical processes. And, and this is like, this is organic. This isn't like academic or, or sociological. Right. I think you're just looking at logic in a way too broad a sense. In the same example that I was using before about using a map to uh, as, a, as empirical evidence to navigate your way through a city. I mean, no one would really say that that's science, because if, if that's science, then we're doing science every single day. Every, every time I cross the street, I'm using empirical evidence to know when a car is coming and when a car is not coming and when the light is red and when the light is green and when it says walk or don't walk. But no one would really say that I'm using science there. And in the well, same I'm, way, I think you're using logic in, in a very broad way. I mean, a broad but, way of thinking. But Michael, the alternative to that is to just like limit logic to, to philosophy. And that's so, like, that's so dangerous because like the philosophers have been so logical in so many ways. They've been but so logic misguided. logic is a branch of philosophy. You know, you, there's no way to get, logic, out, get around it. It's a branch of philosophy. Logic, logic has been... Has been co-opted by philosophy as a branch of it but that doesn't mean that logic didn't precede um philosophy that that's my point and, and like, you, you can't escape that i mean philosophy the principles that that govern what's a philosophical truth are logical principles and these principles did not yeah. develop you know yeah but that but that's that's similar to saying um okay there, there's two planets but, but whether no anyone counts them mathematics exists because there's two planets and not you know not two planets so so mathematics is is based on our understanding um a logical construct it's it, it's it's logic mathematics is a part of deductive logic basically but it's not fundamental uh, it, logic itself is the methodology the, the fact that there's two objects isn't mathematics. It's it's the assessment of the two objects and this assessment of one plus one equals two or, or things like that. That is mathematics. But that's our, after we've created the system, we call that mathematics. Right, that but point. like, um, right. So in other words, but like, it's with not, one it's plus not that, yeah, it's not that, the, that mathematics is fundamental to, um, the, the two objects existing. <laughs> well, know, for example, you, you, know you, I mean you, you have you have a pre-civilization um, human being, no math. There's math hasn't been writing hasn't been developed and all, right. and they have like a an understanding like that you add one thing to another and you have two of them. And you know th there may not even be a language. This is pre-language, but but yeah, that concept that concept of addition and its, its subtraction you know, preceded the formalization of, of this concept within mathematics. Yeah, I know. That, that, that's why I'm thinking we're talking different languages here, because, because when we're talking about mathematics, we're talking about um, the mathematical theory, basically, of, I know, of but mathematics. That, but, but there's a danger to that. The danger is that, like, you know, um, scientists, philosophers, academics will then claim that, you know, well, you know, before they existed, something didn't where like some things are so universal so so basic to humanity again to to other animals you know on the planet that it's simply mistaken to conclude that certain kinds of like 
you know, principles and methodologies originated or, or evolved or, you know, were created by these disciplines. I mean, they, they existed long before them. I, th I think right. I agree with George uh, in his sense of the of the mathematics thing more. The idea that there was a certain number of objects, you know, and there was the concept of addition or subtraction long before humans gave it a name. That I think I, I, I fall more in that category when I think of math. Well, well right. some people would define philosophy as simply just rationally thinking about things. And exactly. if, that's, if that's the definition of philosophy, then philosophy would precede logic. Logic yep. would be like a formalized system of that kind of philosophy. The word rational kind of assumes logic. So, ra ration, uh, so maybe not rationally, maybe just thinking about things. <laughs> but and Michael, yes. rational kind of assumes logic. Right, Michael. That's why I asked Trick before whether there were different disciplines in philosophy that actually didn't rely on logic. So like, you know, for example, you have the analytical philosophy that does, but others will, will give equal or some way to intuition and all. So, guys, you, you right. think we've, we've for, done enough of this? Or? Well, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just wanted to, to say a few things. I mean, after listening to you guys, I mean, I really think this is an interesting topic because what my hope with this is just to get down to – the, the disagreements and confusion over the semantics, you know, because there's been a lot of words, f philosophy, logic, science, religion. And of course, I have tons of opinions and I'm still trying to figure out where I fit. You know, am, am I am I ph philosopher or scientist or, or or just or whatever? You know what I mean? Um, and David's probably confused, too. Aren't you, David? Uh, yeah, Taylor, a lot yeah. of, they're not mutually exclusive. You can be all of them. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it seems to me that all oh, the hold on. The problem is if people start calling themselves scientists and yeah. they really don't know what science is, I think that there's a there's a, a lot of problems can can happen from broadly defining things too much. Well, I mean, like the thing is like science hasn't gotten around to understanding this very simple logical commonsensical notion that, that free will is impossible. So again, like even with science, I, I think it'd be dangerous to kind of like give them so much, um, so much authority um, over just basic, you know, logic, basic, you know, human reasoning. Yeah, I'm, this is very important, guys, because I mean, like I because I don't want anyone to be confused. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I, I think that I want to know more clearly exactly what science is, exactly what philosophy is, and exactly what religion is. Because I know in the past I've used them kind of interchangeably. I used to think religion and philosophy were the same thing. But now I tend to think that philosophy is what you get when you add logic to religion and no longer become just believe anything, but like that there's more of an understanding about, well, things have to make sense. But no, um, what Trick was saying before, what Trick and I were, were addressing is that there are actually disciplines within philosophy that don't rely on logic. That they, that, you know, they say, well, intuition where, you know, other, other kinds of systems are, are perhaps equally valid. That that's the problem with yeah. philosophy. It's too much like religion. I I think you got to think of philosophy as kind of an umbrella term. So if you know, like imagine 
philosophy up at the top and then have a line under it. And then there's certain things that fall under philosophy. And I think um, like logic or analytic philosophy falls under philosophy. I think science falls under philosophy. I think religion falls under philosophy. So, so all these things are kind of branches from, I, this is my position, George, I know it's not yours, from the top you know, philosophical umbrella. So, right, but, so but, I don't but think we agree that, that logic preceded philosophy, right? In other words, philosophy was constructed using logic. I, I, when I say logic, I mean I mean the theory of logic, our, our logical theory that we've we've concluded is a is a falls under philosophy. So right, but then then you'd have to like see because like if you're if you're going to relegate logic to something within philosophy, then you'd have to kind of like explain how philosophy evolved, what system of understanding or, 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 or you know, I, I don't know what other you were to use, reasoning, did we use to establish philosophy then? Um, hey, I just... Conjecture, basically, just thinking, talking. Right, we'll and that's and what I'm saying. So logic, so like if we can say that thinking and logic are, I think, essentially synonymous, you know, reason, rationality. Well, let, let's, let's put it this way. I, I think language evolved first. So, so I think language was a, was a key factor for our philosophical thinking. <laughs> I don't think we, we, we could have had the philosophical thinking that we had with, without language. So language formed first, then philosophy, you know, then basically philosophy is just talking and trying to discover things about the world. And then we had, we've discovered certain standards uh, and that falls into the logic category, basically. Well, no, no, the logic under. precedes language. Logic, you know, it's logical to to develop a nomenclature of terms to to identify things to, to facilitate communication. Say that again. <laughs> it's basically like logic. Um, language required or or was evolved or created using logic. I mean, it's a it's a logical kind of. Um, of, of, of an undertaking to begin to like identify and name objects and, and develop a logic, uh, a language. In other words, like without logic, you know, language could never have developed. See, I, uh, I, <laughs> I, I see what you're saying, George, I, but, but it's not, I mean, that, that, see, that's not what we're, we're referring to when we say logic any more than it is that we're referring to when we say no, science. I, I know. So, I no, know, we can say, we can say science is the found, you know, evolve from uh, all of these things that you're talking about, which is the case. So I'm obviously, there's, you know, everything that we discovered in science existed before science existed. That's not why, that's not what we're calling science, I guess. Well, here, I want to understand Trick's position here because it sounds to me like almost everything we're talking about could be considered a branch of philosophy and like they're different animals in an evolutionary tree, sort of, like that there's the, that, like an umbrella term, we call it an umbrella term, where there's all these branches that shoot out from that and they go their different ways, but there's still a philosophy, sort of. Right. I think philosophy is an umbrella turn. I, I think. All right. So then, so then, let's get back to the question. If if you want to like uh, have philosophy then lead to kind of formal logic and science, then the question is what led to philosophy? And you're saying thinking. You know. So so what's the difference between thinking and what I'm terming logic? 
Well, I'm saying once once people started thinking, once people started having, uh, I guess, concepts, then philosophy, they're doing philosophy. Basically, doesn't mean they're doing good philosophy. It just means they're doing philosophy, and then and then from there, they've developed certain standards. Well, exactly, philosophy. exactly. So in other words, just like everything is quote unquote science, everything is quote unquote philosophy, because most fundamentally, everything is quote unquote logic or or thinking. Well, I'm, see, when I see, that's the thing. When I when I use the term logic, I'm talking about a specific standard, a specific methodological standard that that includes deduction, includes no, induction. No, I know, I know, trick, but like it for example, if falsification, if you were, if you were to like look up the word logic, see, that's what I'm saying. Co logic has been co-opted by um, philosophers. You know, they tend to do that. They say, you know, this is philosophical. You know, well, whereas, what's like, so bad about that, George? Are, because um, it's like, for example, what they're doing with the free will thing is they're claiming, you know, like this free will question is, 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 is philosophical. It's not scientific. You know, it's just illogical. So, for example, Merriam-Webster defines logic as a proper or reasonable way of thinking about or understanding something. Uh, the, right, second definition, the second definition is a particular way of thinking about something. The third definition is the science that studies the science that studies the formal processes used in thinking and reasoning. Now, neither of these all uh, three definitions is philosophy even mentioned. So, you know, it's logic. Oh, that again, doesn't matter. <laughs> well, that doesn't, no, I mean... again, again, logic, a proper or reasonable way of thinking about or understanding something. That phrase, that, that um, th this concept does not require philosophy. Right, no, and, and that's why I'm, I'm thinking we're using different semantics when we're, when we're talking about logic. So, so I'm using the third one that you, you, you discussed, and you're using the first one. Um, well, yeah. if, but if you're using the third, that, that they're referring to science instead of philosophy. Wait, you know, read the third one again? The third one is the science that studies the formal processes used in thinking and reasoning. Right, that 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 is the methodology of logic. Which is interesting. They they didn't say the philosophy that studies. So, all right, guys, but don't you think you we've done enough <laughs> of this, or? Yeah, yeah. I think that's enough for now, but perhaps we'll revisit this in a future episode sometime because I don't think it's completely resolved yet. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So, should I end this one? Yep. Okay. You've been listening to Free Will, Science, and Religion with Chandler Klebs, Michael Walsh, Trick Slattery, and George Ortega. And David Joseph joined us later in the call but didn't get to say anything. Sorry, David. <laughs> um, so I hope that you've learned something from this and enjoyed it. We still haven't come to a final conclusion on all these semantics, but maybe we'll revisit this in the future. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.